five herbs will ensure that the other herbs get to their affinity organ. The same way that your own bus driver, limo driver, taxi driver will make sure that you or your Uber driver will make sure that you get where you're trying to go. Same thing. They take you exactly there. So both, all three, cayenne, ginger, and licorice are driver herbs. Those are the only three. And the point is, whatever tincture or drink that you're making, you do need to include one of those herbs in there. It just makes it more effective, okay? So anytime I give anybody any kind of tea formulation, I will always be like, okay, what do I want to use as the driver herb? Then it just really depends on taste and also if they have high blood pressure. So because, for example, licorice... It, it, um, it, kind of, it kind of produces the same corticosteroid action that the hormone cortisol would do, cortisol from the adrenal glands. So, and as you know, cortisol is a stress hormone. So it's supposed to come out anytime you're, you know, what we say, fight or flight, or if you're stressed out. So you don't have to be running from like a rabid dog, which it would come out then too, or a bear, like this but you could even just be exercising or stressed out at work or just whatever. Okay, anytime you're not resting and relaxing, you're going to get that cortisol. But the downfall of one of the cortisols, if you have high blood pressure, is that cortisol will squeeze or vasoconstrict your blood vessels. That means it's squeezing it closer. So it's like you taking a drinking straw and squeezing that drinking straw with your hand and then still trying to suck up water through it while you're still squeezing it. That's just not going to work. And that's what cortisol does. It will narrow your blood vessels, which is not a good idea if you already have high blood pressure. So for that reason, people that have high blood pressure, I do always ask for everyone, no matter what. I don't assume just because they're young or whatever. Okay. I ask them. And if they don't, or if they don't know, then I will not give them licorice just in case, because I'm going to push them over the edge with that. But otherwise, I can use ginger and I can even um, use the cayenne. Okay. So if I don't feel like bothering to ask them if they have it, then I just give them those two. But I always make sure I have one of those three in every tea formulation I do for that purpose. That's great information. And can you tell me again what the active component you said was in cayenne? I think it started with the C. It did. Good hearing. It's called capsaicin. So that C is in cat. A as in apple, P as in Paul, S as in Samuel, A as in apple, capsaicin. I think it's a, I think there's an, another S, but I'm not sure. Might be after that A as in apple, might be S again as in Sam. Okay, thank you. I, yeah. I got it. Good, something like that. And then I in, okay, something. It's got S or C, I don't know, but yeah, that's it, capsaicin. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So we have about six more minutes in this room and we have time for one more question or comment if anyone has one. Again, just to reset, my name is Jessica Jackson. I'm the founder of Next Door Black Girls Garden. We are an actual garden club based out of Houston, Texas with over 1,200 members. And we're excited about being on Clubhouse. If you are enjoying the conversation, please click the plus sign at the bottom, add more people in for these last few minutes. And also join our club, click on the greenhouse at the top by Next Door Black Girls Garden. We have some rooms that are coming up, um, spiritual connection to plants, we have a women's and agriculture room. Also, Miss Erica, who's up on the stage now, she's going to be hosting a room within our group. 
And then we also have uh, a growing aquaponics with your kids how to, where we'll actually be teaching you with your child if you want to join us. And that's going to be in July. And then we have a beginning planning. If you don't know how to plant, we have our starter with one of our admins who is like a plant starter whisperer. She's pretty fabulous. And so we would love for you to click on each one of those and save them to your calendar, your personal calendar, so you can be a part of that. This room will happen every Wednesday, five o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time and six o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we love you to join us each time. We'll be focusing on a different plant each time, but it will be focused on gut health. So if anybody would love to add in one more question or comment. I want you to raise your hand and then encourage you to follow all of the speakers. Um, just a little side note, Miss Erica is also a really great herbalist herself. And so please check out her Instagram and look at her products. She's pretty fabulous. Um, Dr. Megan, is there anything else you would like to say or if anyone else on the stage, is there anything else that they would like to say? I just always like to end letting everybody know that they can heal. Um, it does take some investigation, you know, sometimes I just like to always tell people, it's just like, you know, when you ask someone, why does a baby cry? Well, shoot, babies can cry for all kinds of reasons. They could be too hot, too cold, they say diaper, they pee, they poop, they just, uh, sun is in their eye, they bored, they're mad. They can use up to you if they're hungry. You got to find out what it is. They ain't going to tell you because they can't talk yet. Okay? And so it's kind of like that with illness as well. Um, typically, people are not sick just for one reason. Now, maybe if you're like in a horrific car accident and and then you, you know, hit your, oh, shoot, one of my students already waiting for um, You know, you hit your head or whatever. Okay, yeah, that maybe that one incident might have gotten you. But for most people, it's an accumulation of a lifetime of events. They were too stressed out all the time. Poor diet, not enough water. Their mother, oh, hey, Dr. Monet. Their mother hates them. They hate their husband. Okay, it's all those things. They were beaten as a child. They were raped. It's just an accumulation of all these things. And now when your goal is to heal, you always have to go back and just unpeel the onion. Just watch the baby cry. All these things. You're trying, okay, give them the bottle. Like, eh, eh, eh. They don't want the bottle. Okay, they weren't hungry. Okay, you check the diaper. Okay, there's no pee or boobs. Not that. So you're just trying to figure it out. And this is the same way when you're trying to heal. And y'all don't worry because I'm planning to heal myself of this darn lupus. Okay. So, but yeah, so that's what I'm even doing for myself. And um, of course, like I told y'all, I always thought, I, why did I get lupus? I don't know. Nobody else in the family has it. But then, like I said, after I did that Carol Food Intolerance test, which you guys can DM me if you're interested in, after I did that, that's when I found out I shouldn't eat meat. And once I found out I shouldn't eat meat, that's when it all became clear. Because I think maybe some of it is a viral component as well, because I did have mumps as a child. But still, when I realized... I was very constipated growing up since five, probably maybe once a month. Then adding the meat at 16, because I was raised a vegan, but then adding the meat, then I found out, oh, shoot, I've been poisoning myself. And I do specifically remember eating a lot of meat right before my strokes, okay, just because that was just the impetus that just pushed me over the edge. So, yeah, my main thing is when you're trying to heal an illness or any disease, you have to be sort of patient enough to go through the process and kind of thinking, 
you know, with a cold head of what, how I can do this. But yeah, basically that's my main thing that you can heal. Always hold on to that hope that you can heal, but it is going to be a process and I'm going to have to go to my class. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Megan. Have a great class. And while she's going, I'm just going to close this out. Um, just to remind you guys that anyone who wants to grow and you miss the how-to on how to grow cayenne, go to my Instagram, click on my link tree. The first tab has a cayenne how-to. It's a freebie and you can download that Google slide. And then also, just like she encouraged you that you can heal and it's a slow process, I want to encourage you that plants heal and you can use the plants that you grow yourself. For example, if you go to my Instagram there's a reel that I posted a few days ago about my father, my quadriplegic father. I make seasonings and I make seasonings for healing purposes. I made a sleepy time seasoning. Also, if you think of a name, I don't, I don't think I want to call it sleepy time. Well, I made a sleepy time seasoning for my dad. Um, the main ingredient, one of the main ingredients in there is lemon balm. And then I seasoned all the food with it. And I've been using it every night for five days. My dad has slept for the first time since the nine months of his injury. He has slept through the night all five days, knocked out. And you can look at, you can even look at the real to see the difference and you can see it in him. And so plants can heal and you can grow your own plants for healing. All right, thank you everybody. Thank you everyone on the stage. You guys have a great, great evening. Our time is done. Bye.